0: Get some extra that way. Say, you know, if you end up playing, you just end up MFing yourself the whole time. Like, you know, that's no way to head into a holiday weekend being like That's no way I'm to funny. spend Black Friday.
1: <laughs> <laughs> right. I'm going to be MFing myself plenty on Saturday when Virginia Tech. What we do here is go back, back, back,
0: back, 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 back. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Wheel Route Podcast. This here is Mildly Legitimate Conversation Amongst Friends and Lovers. We talk about college football and we talk about lifestyle. Uh you can find us on the internet, www.thewheelroute.com. We're at the wheelroute on Twitter. Wheelroutepodcast at gmail.com is the email address. Uh you can also download the show, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Pod Center, Stitcher, etc. We're out there. My name is Logan Whitehouse. I am on Twitter at Logwan the Dawn. coming to you guys from uh, lovely, blustery, gray, slightly drizzly Stuart, Florida today, um, but, uh, you know, life's good. Spent some time in Boca Raton yesterday. You guys would be happy to know uh, things are going well down there. A lot of, you know, people are back on the roads. I, you know, people, they certainly are back on the roads, and also the old people are here. Another thing that I've noticed, they are, they're back uh they're traveling again I think Canada border I think the borders open with Canada so we, you know we, we actually have the Canadians this year for the first time in a couple of years so um yeah I mean anytime you guys want to leave feel free it's kind of you know what I'm saying I, I've officially turned into we're good on people here guy who moved to Florida four years ago is officially <laughs> in the camp of like all right and that's about enough moving to Florida so anyhow other than that things are going great who else is here
1: my name is jordan shank i am in the friendly city also a little windy today of harrisonburg virginia um where it was a bit unseasonably warm um i think we touched the 70 number uh Ooh. at some point in the afternoon would have been a lovely day <laughs> to go out and, and walk nine maybe walk that's 18. So true. Um, that's so true but you know. As, as the three of us do, we had to create value for the shareholders instead. Um, yes. I'm on Twitter.com, at Shank Jordan, uh, where flight tracker season is in full effect. Oh, boy. Um, yes. yes, it is. That's been fun to see, see sprinkled <clears throat> about the timeline. So thankful for that. Bless up. And, uh, yeah, just real happy to be here. Get to talk coaches and get to go above 500 on my picks for the third week in a row
2: wow is it chilly up there on your high horse i
1: got my picking drink? pants on i'm ready
2: <laughs> uh my name is jason Brick. i there am, he is and i am back once again after another episode off right that was this week mm-hmm.
0: yeah we rested you yeah, yeah we're yeah, into uh we're into uh yeah, schedule rest. Jason's off on Sunday season. Yeah, Got it.
2: This is where it's uh, load management. On
0: Monday comes back
1: for picks on Tuesday.
2: We're participating in load management to really make sure we're ready for the stretch yes. run. Um yeah, I uh I am from Yeah, uh unseasonably warm Harrisonburg, Virginia as well. Um I am freshly as of this evening Pfizer boosted and very Ooh. excited about it. Mm. Um just just in time for a trip to Florida. Um, yes. And <laughs>
0: hey, listen, listen. I'll have you know that down here in Florida, everyone's already gotten the coronavirus, so we have the lowest rates in the country right now. So, yeah, I mean, and that is uh, true. But I mean, it's, it's scientifically it's, it's accurate. The saddest uh, thing to Which, brag about. Yeah, it's, uh,
2: the crucial words death rates probably uh, <laughs> get omitted from that. One percent
0: positivity rate, Jason. Only one yeah. percent. All right. Fact, so facts only. Yeah. Facts only. Part of Joe Biden's liberal agenda for America is, uh,
2: you know, preach, not down here. On it. Yeah, <laughs> not, not down here. Uh, I tweet things at Jason Crack from time to time. Um, yeah, I Jason, has it, here. it Has it been?
0: I've noticed. Uh, has it been tough not tweeting about the CAA so much recently?
2: It's, I, I'm not Had gonna to like rust to- off. Okay, yeah. all right. I'm, yeah, I'm getting back into the swing of things after that barrage you're welcome to all my followers oh no i love i love a good i love
0: a good screed you know a, a good tweets a, a twitter screed <clears throat> so it's always nice what are we drinking tonight boys
1: uh it's pix night so i i seem to have found my pix juice it's grapefruit polar night in the shank house
0: <laughs> pix <I'll> be... juice. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it only took me to like week nine this year which to get on the pix know. juice
0: right
2: yeah i gotta find that
0: I think I need to be boozing more. I did better at this when I was boozing heavier on the
2: podcast. So, <laughs> uh, speaking of, I meant to make another gin and tonic and completely forgot. So I am empty-handed <laughs> at the moment. If you hear a long silence from me, it's because I went to make a gin and tonic, which I think I said last week. It's possible. So
0: um, I have. Uh, we had a little bogo la croix uh, situation at the Publix this evening. Uh, this is a mango. Got a mango la croix. So
1: nice Logan yeah. I uh I was at the grocery store the other night and got one of the like it'll just spit a coupon out at you yeah. with the receipt on occasion mm-hmm. three dollars off of a box of uh, Essenza's. so they are like oh. they're back in the affordable wheelhouse with that coupon now <laughs> so I'm like I'm looking forward to to you know doing my research and figure out which flavor I want to splurge on
0: save that money son save yep. that money Frugal boys uh, yes absolutely um cool all right well lovely always good to see you guys um simulator season tonight or when was it two nights ago last, last, last night. night last night how are we feeling we're striping it
2: uh
1: sometimes
0: sometimes on occasion
2: when yeah. it, i will say the when you stripe it on the simulator almost as satisfying as striping it in <laughs> wow. real life. Because wow, it, I like that. Well, it gives the it gives the shot tracer live. Oh, yeah, yeah. You and so the, you just get the dead straight line, route. and then it right. stays the straight. The ball
0: does
1: uh, not move from the red line It's at wonderful. All. Yeah, yeah. I I had the... Uh, is aiming weird? It yeah. is kind of... There's like a slider on the computer on the screen, monitor to yeah. where you can pan from one side to the other to kind of line, line yourself up down the hole. Um but oh, I like, okay. I had the pleasure of getting a quick warm up in before the round. Jason uh, arrived right at the, sh- at the strike of uh, tee off.
2: Firing um, it up.
1: I, I took about 12 to 15 warm up swings and could not have had a better warm up session <laughs> to the point where one of our no, playing it. partners was just like, Damn, Jordan, you don't need to be hitting them so well. Like right now, I was like, Don't worry, Shuggy. I, I warm up way better than I play. I promise you. And sure sure enough, true to form, um I you know, I kept my word. I'm a man of my word, if not. We right.
2: uh we ham and egg did pretty well though. Like we, did. we I think like I had a terrible first five holes. Yeah, well, you it said, was an but...
1: interesting it was an interesting round because looking back on it, I think like I I carried for the first three holes. Yeah, the middle three holes were an adventure in the wilderness for yeah, both we, of us and we then Jason absolutely carried the last three holes yeah so we like we each contributed equally last night
2: yep that's good not we each, i think we each gave like c plus efforts
0: yes hey um that's all you can ask
2: we lost by one to uh two the guys play. we played be. we played beth page black that at back nine from the from the men's tees so it was playing like 30 I think it was thirty five hundred. That's significant, about right. Um, And we played a guy who played from the senior tees, Uh and so and so he was playing like third three thousand, and then the other guy was playing from I think the ladies tees (laughs) because he was like seventy three or something like that, and so (laughs) all right, uh, he played it at like twenty six. So it was just a par. Like one time, I looked at his yardage accidentally. I was like, oh okay, like this par four is only playing like. Like 390, you yeah, can go for this. Hole. You're and like, Jordan, oh, 304. Like, yeah. oh, no, 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 Jason, we're Jordan's at 454. Like, no, we're sitting at 450, <laughs> buddy.
0: <laughs> it's a long hole. Yeah.
2: Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, it's like every hole we, like, I even as far as I hit my four iron now, like, we have to hit driver off most holes to get to like a middle iron.
0: Mm. Yeah. It's an interesting, that's, so sounds like a nightmare for your boy. I'm going to be honest. Uh, that's, you know,
2: <laughs> some, of us, some of us don't quite have,
1: it is a lot of fun though. I feel like top, we're getting yeah. a good top. value for Plus, We play,
2: team. I mean, we play nine holes in like an hour and a half, even with oh, four I mean, people.
0: Well, there. It's nice to hit balls too. I mean, geez, yeah. like you know, that's the thing. Gets you get a half hour in.
1: indoor range time at the end.
0: It's great. Oh, it's like when you, back in the day, you go have a ski lesson at mess nothing, and and ski all night. And it was like, I mean, this mm-hmm. is a, basically printing money at this point. <laughs> Can't um, afford not to. All right, well, I'm going to try to hit some balls uh, this weekend. I'll, have you hit into you guys... your net yet? Have you got that I have up? not. I have not okay. set up the net yet. I have been – I was a little skeptical of the mat that came with the net. It was gotcha. like one of those ones that's like – it. I don't know. It's just kind of shoved in there, and it's folded There's in half. And, yeah, right, right. Yeah. Um, but I did uh, procure a better quality mat to hit off of. Not like a full four-foot by five-foot mat just yet. Um, I don't know. I was thinking that that might be a little cumbersome to like lug in and out of the storage situation, um, and something tells me that it wouldn't be the best idea for me just to leave it out in the blazing sun all day and just <laughs> let it disintegrate. So, um, yeah, so I got a, a one of those. I have been, you know, um, just doing takeaway practice, you know, while I, oh, I know I, that occasionally, feeling. you know, just 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 brushing the ground, cutting grass, as our guy oh, Sean roll was roll, roll I mean, the egg, cutting directly
2: back. <laughs> i've been cutting Knock the golf ball back into the club head cover yep
0: right so um yeah but no i I think i'm gonna try to set that up this weekend um so i can maybe just go randomly have like little 20 minute hitting sessions here and there during the day maybe listen to a conference call stand out my backyard nude just ripping dingers (laughs) 20 minute
1: tan yeah absolutely
0: (laughs) absolutely yeah yeah, I can't. I'm excited. So uh looking forward to that. Um, but I might try to play this weekend too. We'll see. We'll see what, what's going on at the old H the, the Heritage Ridge. We'll see how that's going. Nice. I need, I need I need to get back out to my roots out there. I've been playing too much highfalutin golf recently. <laughs> need to get back to those those hairy greens. <laughs> really, really go at some holes, you know what I'm
1: saying? Exactly. So, all
0: right. Uh all right, cool. Let's let's get to college football because college football just marches on with or without us. It marches on. Um we have some More news on the coaching carousel. I'm sure we will want to talk about this, but ding dong, the witch is dead. It finally happened. Um, our sweet boy Justin Fuente has been, uh, he has mutually agreed, uh, to part He's ways, mutually agreed to receive 8.5 <laughs> $8. <laughs> million dollars. Yes. Uh, we Blacksburg. are very proud of me, uh, and all that I've accomplished here in Blacksburg. What a swell guy. Yeah, Justin Fuente out in Blacksburg. Uh, so, uh, VPI uh, is open and. Most of the indications were that this was the timing of this move seemed a little odd, given that they probably knew they wanted to move on from him. You would think a while ago, given how the season went, even dating back to the beginning of the season. um, Maybe a a win against North Carolina gave gave a little bit of gusto to the season at the beginning when North Carolina was like, you know, top 10 or something like that. But um, yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's out. Uh, the buyout was negotiated down to what? $8.75 million. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I, I guess back to the timing issue. It seemed a little odd. I know that the buyout supposedly goes down, what, December 15th or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, went down like $2.5 million. Is also dollars.
1: early signing day. It should yeah, be. Yeah, which is also early signing
0: day, which is important. So you would think that uh, Virginia Tech probably has at least a prime target lined up. Um, but no, no news yet. Uh, obviously, that would... of be tough to have news if you got guys that are still having decently successful seasons still coaching things of that nature um we are yet to have like sitting head coach gets head coaching job and still has three games to coach uh you know but i don't know we're 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 getting close to the end of the year so i wouldn't be surprised if something came out or if they did the like halftime of the uva game they leak who the next head coach is going to be something like that but you guys got any thoughts here I, i think this we saw this one coming a little bit
1: yeah, I, I would agree. Um, the timing was a little surprising to me as well. I wonder how much of that was, um, you know, they were working the phones on the other side trying to line up the replacement and didn't want to pull the trigger until it was uh, a confident, comfortable feeling with who's next versus, like, how much of it was just straight buyout negotiations that, that got drawn out um thankfully you know we don't see how that sausage is made but i am curious um but yeah i think i am like again this was a hire when it happened we were all kind of like well logan and i were like damn they got they got the cream of the prospect crop they got they got the guy right from that coaching class and to see it not work uh is surprising um and I think it points to the importance of like hiring somebody that really can gel and mesh with your fan base and your university and things of that nature. Um, so it'll be interesting to see like does Babcock learn those lessons this time around, and does he hire more to that side, or does he hire just like a straight up football guy? again and maybe the culture fit is still clunky
0: so we'll see yeah i guess i kind of figured i mean yeah clunky culture fit was probably a good thing i don't even know if it's culture right just personality fit i don't know what it was it just never seemed like he was as engaging with the fan base as he needed to be there. I don't, is that, is that a decent read? I I don't, I think so. He, he seemed, he seemed it surprised me with sort of how dull he came off. Um, and then the results obviously weren't there. The results had not really been there for the last handful of years against with Beamer either, but this, you know, with a little bit of rejuvenation, new coach, I think you are thinking you want things to be better. Um, I think this is a super desirable job, frankly. I mean, I think that yeah, given, just given. Yeah, I mean,
2: Virginia Tech's kind of very much in that zone of like, not the caliber of program that their fans think they are, but also like, without question, a top, you know, third of the ACC program.
1: Absolutely. um,
2: In in terms of management and resources and stuff like that. So, yeah, I mean. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Of the spots that are open right now, like, let's see, what's better? So. USC and LSU are probably better.
0: Yes. Uh, Yes. I I would say Virginia Tech, you have a a higher opportunity to actually get a chance, though, to build a program, too. Like, I don't think you're going to be held completely feet to the fire. You better be 11 and 11 and one in year two and be in in terms of, in terms of
2: like not crazy people involved and not uh, literal Napoleonic code involved and stuff like that. Right. You could make a case that it's the most desirable job open right now. Sure. but
0: you can make a case. I, I don't know that I would go with you down that path, but you could, you I, could
2: I, would, I wouldn't, but yeah, you, you could, you could
0: do it, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I think it's desirable. And I, I do think that they have like a strong enough culture, but also, you know, perspective given just where they've been the past, what, eight years that, uh, you know, you might be given a chance to build a program, but yeah, I, I, I think
1: I, that's I, a good I'd, point too. Cause like, I think whoever takes this job next gets the benefit of they're not coming in right off of Frank Beamer's tail. They're not coaching in that shadow. And, you know, ideally, if you are a Virginia Tech administration, your fan base has had a chance to kind of reset their own expectations and have a reality check and um, maybe maybe settle down in terms of, like, what is expected from the guy day one and moving Mm -hmm. forward. That's not to say like Fuente didn't make mistakes, and he was no. he was done in by the fan base. Like there, you right. know, there are stories now. Of course, now it's interesting that these come out now. But like of right. how he did a poor job on the recruiting trail, building relationships in areas like Richmond. Yep. Um, so, uh, but you also got
0: to remember that like Mac Brown has been around at North Carolina for the entirety of the Justin Fuente thing, and like he, for whatever reason, his staff has been expanding their recruiting footprint to a a tremendous degree in, into Virginia and, you know, throughout sort of the footprint that Virginia tech would like to probably dominate if they could.
1: But again, like the new coach gets the benefit of he's not being compared to how Frank tried to build relationships with those high schools. Correct. He will be judged recency bias with how does this guy, Build relationships compared to Fuente, and oh, this looks so much better. Like we are more receptive to what Virginia Tech is putting down now. So for sure, um, yeah,
0: yeah, it'll be interesting. So I mean, we've we've heard a lot of names. There's been some Billy Napier smoke. Um, I am very curious to see if Billy Napier would take the job. I think he most recently didn't want to coach Auburn and also didn't want to coach South Carolina last cycle. Um, I don't know what he's waiting on. I don't know if he thinks that LS like they, he might end up with the LSU job if LSU kind of flames out on some of these higher profile things, which I mean, good for Billy Napier. If he plays his cards like that, um, I wouldn't necessarily mind him being Florida's coach either, just from the standpoint of like how he constructs an organization and uh, who he appears to be. But you know, it's all results
2: dependent so Florida notably without a coaching agency at the moment so. uh,
0: yeah no but I'm just saying like on I'm just grading on on the curve here like no, that's agree. a that would be list together Jason yeah.
1: correct yeah. and, and I just think that
0: would be a really good hire for Virginia Tech frankly yeah. I think that would be a super solid um but I think there's some other maybe like I don't want to say lower profile but yeah lower profile names there that have been bandied about um do we have any thoughts or inclinations as to i mean personally as a virginia fan like i know i wouldn't be like scared to death if they hired gaddis from uh uh michigan
1: yeah so i the the huff and the gaddis mentions those uh worry me from a recruiting standpoint because those are like from from the region and have have ties to the area um I think Huff played college ball at Hampton. Um, so like if you if you pay one of those younger first time head coaches less, then you can like you can put the the bulk of the recruiting uh, responsibilities on their plate, pay some more for some better assistance in theory, and and coach and scheme the boys up that way. Um so I like, those are the two that we, you know, I think could do, I think they could do really well there. Um, mm-hmm. And then Dave Clawson is the other name that yeah. I've seen mentioned a lot. And that I think would be really interesting just from, again, kind of a personality. Like I don't know who Dave Clawson is as a dude. I know his football teams are, are usually pretty entertaining like I don't know how
0: he They tend to be overachieving though. He almost has a little bit of that Dan Mullen like, "Oh, he's always done a lot with less," you know, yeah. but it's kind of like but does that mean that it could translate at a higher profile program where maybe like recruiting is a little bit more important because your floor should probably be a little higher than Wake Forest's floor, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um that's in it that is a really interesting thought too that he would move. I mean, it's not I don't think it's a lateral move, but this year Wake Forest is as good as they've ever been right? right so it just seems it seems pretty interesting um yeah Jordan going back to Huff and, and Gaddis like I I could go with you there on um it it it, it, it seems like they have boomer bust potential um yeah. because you know on one hand like recruiting could be um they could be better at that but at the same time young young potentially first time coach or coach who's only been a head coach on field, you know, head coach for a year or two, uh, you know, being able to have the relationships to actually build out a staff that could, you know, compete on a you know, week to week level, like from a scheme standpoint stuff like that, you know, that's I think where you would maybe run into some issues. Um, Now that doesn't mean that uh, the administration doesn't get involved in, in uh, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator type hires too. you know, Todd Grantham that'll be without a job big time Blacksburg guy, um, you know, he, he could help probably. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, no, it's, it's intriguing. I think that there's a lot of ways it could go, um, but I don't think, you know, I don't think they're, for some reason, I don't think Napier ends up with that job.
1: Yeah. I think like when the announcement was made, I, I saw some, chatter amongst some lsu guys i follow who kind of started freaking out like wait a second like lsu they're like they seem to be missing on on the big fish they're trying to land and it feels like they view napier as the safety net but maybe the virginia tech uh transaction wakes them up to the fact that like people aren't messing around and like if you're gonna make a move on napier you should probably do it and not keep kicking the can down the road
0: well yeah keep getting other coaches raises lsu has done a really good job of getting coaches raises They're over the past get so many gift of baskets from agents yeah
2: this year. i was gonna say i feel like agents as soon as lsu's job comes in it's probably like one of like three or four jobs that everybody's just like oh yeah here we yeah. come like
0: well and it's been weird so i mean we should say the other i guess juicy report from today was that Lane Kiffin would be interested in the Miami job should it come open. Like, yeah. Also the sun rises in the East, you know, like I, this, yeah. this is, we
1: hear you, Jimmy Sexton. Yeah. Know yeah. What you're mean, that, doing. that
0: is one of the most transparent, like, like leaks, uh, agent leaks we've ever seen. But um, I, you know, there, there is allegedly supposed to be some sort of infusion of cash into the athletics program that Miami that could result in them being more competitive in uh, the coaching you know, the coaching carousel than they have been in recent cycles. I, you know, I think that would be good for college football if Miami was able to kind of get off the schneid a little bit here and, and maybe put a scare into uh, some of the, you know, ACC powers like Wake Forest and, and, uh, and Clemson, but um, Yeah. But, (laughs) yeah. But
1: yeah. And so that's like, when we talk about the desirability of the Virginia tech job, like they, it behooves them to move quickly on this because If you wait a little bit longer, like Penn State could be open in a couple of weeks. Penn State is going to be a more desirable position than Virginia Tech. Miami could be open in a couple of weeks. Miami would be Mm. a more desirable paycheck for a lot of people than Virginia Tech. So um, I think they were smart to uh, get that done now, Um, but I think they would be extra smart to – to put some ink on some paper and and get that
2: done. There's a yeah. reason why Virginia Tech was willing to pay another, another one and a two quarter and a million million half dollars. Yeah,
0: correct, right? Which is why you got to think that they hopefully have a man uh, or their man or woman lined up. You would think,
2: because yeah, I mean the, the the gut feeling is that this was has been likely for what two weeks now, probably.
0: Oh, I would say longer than that, but yes. Yeah. I mean, so the, the, you the guy, think I, to I think it's been pretty much dead man walking since the Baylor situation, and then like yeah. not a good follow up year after that.
2: Yep. So you got to think that, that Witt's made his phone calls and has something with somebody. Yeah. You well, think well,
1: Wick's you, got his, Witt's got his extension already. So, like, what what does he sure. care?
0: You know,
2: <laughs> he's, just, he's just hanging. <laughs> sure, he doesn't care at all.
0: Um, do you think that uh, Fuente is a player for? any of the oh, uh, potential openings in Texas or isn't there a current opening in Texas, TCU? TCU. Yeah, he, he, was, the he was on staff for TCU, right? Way yeah. back when. Um, he was the OC. He was there it doesn't years. seem like a super inspired hire, but it might be a good fit, right? It could be.
1: I I just, like, I think it depends. If you want to make a splash, that's probably not the guy you hire is the guy who is dismissed from his previous job um, in no. the coastal division. Um, so, Probably, probably uh, depends on your priorities and what boxes you're looking to check.
0: Yeah, so just I guess I wonder what's what's the likely move for Fuente. He's kind of established himself as a head coach at this point, but does he need to go to the you know Nick Saban school for uh, school for underachieving coaches and get a year for of buffing?
2: Boys. Yeah, I mean, it would exactly like me if he was like like Alabama's OC or something. Like you could do that
1: well yeah that's the thing like he's got all this money coming his way he doesn't like need to to go get another big whistle job to fund his lifestyle like that is funded already right and he can do as little or as much work as he wants over the next couple years
0: just get bill o'brien miami head coach and slide fuente in there to just continue cratering alabama's offense this to be great. Point take give me the secret super agent that you know takes takes teams down from the inside. The mole. The long con. <laughs> um, all right. So we've we mentioned uh I think I mean Kiffin in Miami would obviously be super fun if he mm-hmm. could get that done. I think and and Jordan, we talked about this last week. Um Jason, I think if you were, if you're interested in, in the Logan White House big board for potential Florida head coaching <laughs> candidates, uh, my number one is Krista Ball, my number two is Kiffin, and I like Napier for number three. Um, in in some order along those lines. I don't think Crystal Ball would leave Oregon really at this point. It seems like it's a pretty good gig out there, but uh you never know. He's from Florida. Yeah. Um so, yeah, Kiffin in Florida would be, I think, really exciting at Miami. I just don't see Lane Kiffin as being a guy who's going to be in job for longer than, say, five years. Like, just he's going to need to prove it to me that he could do it. He's not an old guy, right? Yeah. Like, hurt I, before. Just, like I, I hate to see, I hate to think that like Lane Kiffin is going to have like a Steve Spurrier like <laughs> length run at any school. It, it, it just doesn't seem to jive with me. He seems like very willing to advance his. Uh, setting. He also seems like <laughs> pretty open that like like I don't think he likes living in Mississippi. He's been very clear about that. I don't know. Waitable. He did a he gave a disastrous interview on the Dan Levitard show where he like, I mean, you guys got to listen to it. It is so funny, but he's like, he was just dumping on like Oxford and like, he's like, oh yeah, I really miss living in Boca, you know? um, Yeah. I mean, the water there's blue. I mean, there's like, there's a lake here that people go to, but you know, like, I mean, he like, it was bad. So, and I'm, that's not the reason at the guy, the guy probably has 12 million reasons not to leave that job. Right. But he also, uh, you know, Seems like he maybe is is interested in in lifestyle and off field off field pursuits as well.
1: Well, yeah, I think Spencer tweeted earlier this week like one of the great things about the Lane Kiffin experience is that there is no job in the world that he takes and you're like, oh yeah, he's that's the one that'll tie him down.
0: <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. One hundred percent. So that that is what gives me some pause. But like to me, he's just. He's, like, too on-brand Spurrier for, for me not to just want to rock with for oh, at least yeah. a couple, you, at least a couple pine, of years. You
1: pine for it, for sure. Yeah.
0: So um, so Miami has not fired their head coach yet. I kind of think that's coming. They did fire their AD, and
2: – You think they'll fire their football coach without an
0: AD in place? I think they'll fire him. I don't think they'll hire a new one without an AD. Fair
2: enough.
0: But I also – I mean, I, I don't know. Yeah, never, You yeah, never know.
2: Jason,
1: had- have you applied for the position of Miami Athletic Director yet? Can we? Oh uh, Yeah, I,
2: I apply to all athletic director positions that are open. Well,
1: that's smart. You know, you <laughs> give it auto interview, auto practice. LinkedIn um, update. I,
2: just, I need these search firms to memorize my name. Yeah, or put you, me on the spam list. If you need you me
1: to endorse you for any uh, skills on your LinkedIn page,
0: just let me know. My man, request. my man's pivot tabling all day, <laughs> all day. <laughs> um, Jason, just you know, don't forget about your boys when when you hit it big in Coral Gables. I I will gladly uproot this ship and, and be down there. I got I no problems. I don't even I need
1: an office at the Hard. I will take yeah. an office at the Rec Center where I right. picked up our parking pass. It's exactly
0: yeah. Warren Sapp and I will just be cruising the streets together, recruiting and dropping such. off bags. <laughs>
2: It's, going to be great. it's good. It's good we lay this out uh, and record it for posterity. <laughs>
1: well, it's legal now. NIL, bro.
2: Right.
1: That's right. If they ask us about it, it's HIPAA, and we don't. Have NIL it. stands for not. Nah. It's, it's legal. Just yeah. in case you're
0: in case you're wondering. Um, <laughs> okay. Let's keep it. Let's keep it rolling here. Uh, oh, Jason, do you have any hot takes on Jim Mora Jr. being hired at UConn? Oh, no. No. <laughs>
2: Okay. I have no hot takes
0: like right. sure fine, my only hot take of this is like these football coaches must really, really love coaching ball. If you're going to subject yourself to that, like,
2: like, yeah, I think there's something.
0: It's one thing if you're, if you're uh, um who's the, who's the guy that was like Florida state's offensive coordinator. And like very clearly saw the Willie Taggart experience was going down in flames and he bailed Walt no. Bell to become UMass's <laughs> head coach. Like, not a great situation at UMass, but like, you know, shout out to Walt Bell. Young guy. Yeah, he got <laughs> like... fired, didn't he? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> Who yeah, because I saw
1: that UMass is now targeting uh Don Brown, former <laughs> Michigan defensive coordinator. Oh yes. Current Arizona defensive coordinator. All right.
0: The guy that like just is almost the guy uh... that got
1: slanted to death by Ohio State for yeah. like four years in a row.
0: Yeah, he's like uh Todd Grantham's dad, basically. All right. Yeah, he kind of you...
1: looks like uh the sentient bag of pork. Fluff Zeller. Fluff Zeller? Is that <laughs> Fluffy?
2: Yeah. Fluffy. yeah. <laughs> uh yeah. Wow. uh, yeah. So anyways, Fuzzy. Fuzzy Zeller.
1: Yeah, you're right.
2: I think uh yeah, fluff is a caddy. That's on yeah. us. Yeah, but he does look um, like Fluff as well. It does, yeah. But I I think there are people who just they want to be a head coach and that's their thing. Right. And and,
0: yeah, I guess where I was going with that was like young guy up and coming like i could see what's talking myself into like if i could do well at umass i could parlay that into like aac job back in the south and like an sec job that's my goal but like if you're jim mora jr your last name is mora you've coached in the damn nfl you coach ucla like what are we doing but he must have
1: some some bad dudes managing his money like (laughs) that dude has probably gotten least by several uh
0: played a few
2: too teams. many rounds of golf. Yeah.
0: Could be. Could be. So uh this allegedly allegedly Alleged. Jim Moore Jr. uh poor manager of money all right let's get into some football games we we do still have those to worry about this week um so let's get it popping we'll take it uh we'll take it off um the gambling picks first but uh, Florida plays at Missouri this weekend it's gonna be cold Missouri 4 p.m eastern time kick Florida about a a seven and a half point favorite Uh, super scary and a half. I don't know. It might've gone up to like 10. Um, I'll take
1: a look. See while you preview this.
0: Okay. I mean, I, I'm just, you know, I'm interested to see how this goes. Uh, Florida should win, but also we've said that about a lot of games. We got Jason
2: up to eight and a half, up to eight and
0: a half. Yeah. So uh, public is heavy on Florida. Uh, Missouri has running back Josh. Either Batty, which is awesome, if that's his last name, or Beatty. Uh, it's B-A-D-I-E. So difficult, you know, okay. it could go either way. Yeah. Um, but uh, he, I mean, they give this man the football. He, Yeah, I think he's, he carried the ball like, the rock. They, they gave him the ball like 42 times in, in a recent game. Um, old school approach for sure. Missouri's defense is not good; can't stop the run. So, therefore, I'm very excited for Emory Jones to throw for 700 yards in this game because Missouri can't stop the run. Uh, they did hold South Carolina last; they beat South Carolina last week. They held them to like 52 yards on the ground. So, so they have kind a of
1: transitive edge. win over Florida already.
0: <laughs> already? Why? They, b- they b- at why least even bother playing
1: won. the games. They at least have one playoff committee over Florida. Probably more.
0: <laughs> right. So, um, I, I definitely think we're squarely in uh, Dan Mullen likely does not have a job if he does not win for sure these next two games and then we're kind of still in TVD mode, uh, depending on maybe how some other jobs shake out if certain jobs, say in Pennsylvania come open, um, or if you know maybe just maybe the vibes are too weird and it's time to move on. but uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm more just kind of like, this is almost like a sickos type watch for this game. Like just to, <laughs> just to see like, how bad can it get? Florida fresh off giving up 42 first half points to Samford last week um, and 52 total in the game,
1: but uh, so. they made good halftime adjustments.
0: <laughs> yes. People are saying they made good halftime adjustments to the team that they have like two to one scholarship advantage over. And yeah, uh, was four and five in the fcs but yeah i'm, I'm happy i'm happy they did that i hope that bat, the halftime adjustment was paul pascaloni ripped the headset off christian robinson and was like i got it i got it just just sit down <laughs> but, um, fine i'll drive
1: right. i'll drive the boat fine
0: <laughs> wake forest plays at clemson uh we talked about uh dave clausen you know maybe maybe get a little shine for the virginia tech job but uh this is an interesting game just because clemson's Defense is really good, and they are just, like, mega talented and just very weirdly underachieving. But to me, this seems like the kind of game that, like, Wake could drop and it would just, like, kind of nuke their season a little bit be like, oh, man, this should have been the year that we, you know, didn't drop a bad one like this. And uh, they already got their one loss out of the way with North Carolina. But uh, I don't know. I'll keep a Bdi eye on this one. You guys got any, any takes here?
1: Uh, I would just say – Excuse me. Um, Wake Forest's defense is really bad, uh, terrible. So this this could be the game that DJ finds his groove, finally. his Heisman moment. Yeah, this could be when he becomes Clemson's quarterback.
0: Okay, he earns his uh, earns his paw print.
1: Yeah, or his stripes, the true Tigers tiger his stripes. <laughs> uh, uh. Clemson's favored by four and a half here. I
0: wow, yeah, interesting.
1: Yeah, it is.
2: Mm.
0: All right. VPI is at Miami. Um, we did we did get a weird, uh, had to be a typo on on the Twitter today in which someone was alleging the drive from Virginia Tech to Miami was was a, t- a twenty three hour drive. Um, I'd like to point out that I don't think that that is the case,
1: unless now, you're taking I,
0: like mopeds.
1: Yeah. Well, so I I wonder like, is the overnight stop. Part of the twenty-three hours, and that's it's really the only
2: cool. way. That's the only way it could work. It can't be more. Who
0: than what... has ever, in the history of the world, given given like t- talked about how long their trip is and counted their stop overnight? <laughs>
2: Yeah, I mean it can't be more than like I don't know. This guy's hours. an interim head
0: coach. His his head could be a million different places right now. Right, but I'm saying it's like you don't say like uh, I'm going to Savannah for the weekend. But you know, if you're going to stop somewhere, but, you know it's going to it's going to take us um 21 hours to get to Savannah. Like, well, it's like why is right. it going to take you so long to get to Savannah? <laughs> so anyhow, it, it's fine. I, I so thought it's that, that was just eight and a half hours. Break in the middle, you
2: know. <laughs> I gotta Jordan, stop it, at- uh, Logan. I think you have a. I think you have a sensitivity to people making Florida seem farther away than it is.
1: Well, that and like um, you treat road trips. Your family treats road yeah. trips differently than the, so the White other House people. road
2: trip clock runs very differently from every other clock. I'm not saying it's clock. better or worse treatment. Yep. It's just hey, listen. If you lock it in at 82 miles an hour and
0: break the knob off, <laughs> yes. I could be there in 11 well and a aware. half. Brother.
2: Well aware. <laughs> this is not a food stop. This is a bathroom stop. Back in the <laughs> right. car and minutes. Right. This is why we
0: can't be stopping at the uh, the Bucky's. It's just too much. There's too much entertainment at the Bucky's. That's All manner of all manner of snacks. People be getting brisket sandwiches, taking poops i mean holy moly we're, we're talking at who least
2: could, who could period. live like this but i i i very clearly remember when i was uh yes when i drove back from north florida one time and i was like huh? hey, i think it's like a i think it's like a 11 12 hour trip and you're like no man it's 10 i've done it's 10 it's 10 hours like, okay sure man whatever and then and, you
0: called me and you were in charlotte and it was like 10, 10 o'clock at night, and you're like, I think I'm going to stop. I'm getting kind of tired. And I was like, oh, come on, man. Yeah. Like, Charlotte, like, notably not close to where we live. You heckled between. me into either driving. Either, the I heckled you into four finishing. Four hours and change. Back and guess who was happy to sleep in their bed that night? You were. <laughs> I'll have you know that my father and I, I've, I've told this on the podcast before, we went to the Florida LSU game, 2008, Tim Tebow, Brandon Spikes, the whole deal. Pretty much the peak event that I've ever attended in my life. Raw, uh, uncut at the
1: energy, yeah.
0: Florida, Florida just whooped that LSU From play number one, a bomb to Percy Harvin over the top. It was tipped. doesn't matter. Tebow underthrew it. We don't need to get into that. No way. That all said, um, my dad and I were so jacked up after that game that we drove straight home from a night game in in, in Gainesville to Virginia and, like, (laughs) rolled into town, like, 11 o'clock the next morning, just, like, delirious. That might have been...
2: You've been up for like Jason, 23 hours.
0: Jason, that might have been the day that you called me and I answered the phone and I don't remember answering yeah. the phone. You're like, you might tell him, you like texted me angrily later. And you're like, you might tell me what you were talking about on the phone earlier today.
2: <laughs> I was like, what? You're like no part of this made sense. And you were like irritated at me for something. And I was just like, what the, <laughs> well, the hell is going have, on? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, But yeah, I mean, listen, sometimes... Sometimes you gotta. The moral of the story is it's not twenty-three hours from Blacksburg to Miami.
0: The moral of the story is accelerators on the right, hammer down. And if you
2: estimate in the double digits, Logan will take personal and familial (laughs) offense to it.
0: I'm just saying. I'm just saying. saying, No one has ever, ever done that. All right. Um, Iowa State is at Oklahoma. Iowa State's kind of falling off a little bit. What's going on there?
1: Yeah, and that was uh, there's another coach's name we like really haven't bandied about for openings all that much this year.
0: I did hear his name bandied about for someone and it was a, it, it seemed like a weird fit. It could have even been like Virginia Tech or something like that. Like, mm. oh, just like change of scenery. Maybe it would be good. Um, but yeah, Matt Campbell is his name. We can say his name on the podcast, yeah, but uh, he's. <laughs> uh But yeah, they, they seem like they've been weird. Oklahoma fresh off a loss. Uh, we'll see how it goes. Oklahoma seems a little unsettled at quarterback now. Lincoln Riley is allegedly flirting with LSU, trying to get that, trying to get that extension. Shout out, Lincoln. Salute, salute Lincoln Riley. Secure the bag. Yeah. We'll see how this goes. This is a game that, you know, Oklahoma sometimes loses, but often doesn't. Yeah. Great. Great point. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I feel like Oklahoma, we have a lot of these games like, ah, you never know. And then like the one one they lose, it's just like completely random. Uh probably, yeah. At the beginning of the early year there, in season.
1: that's when the Matt Campbell for every job train right. really got to including all NFL
0: in. jobs. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um he has had some pretty histrionic moments on the sideline this year, I've noticed. My man my man gets angry. He's also
1: like, embraced the beard recently, which uh I think
0: that helps his I think that helps his profile out a little bit. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest.
1: Yeah. I would agree.
0: Yeah. All right, that's all I got. So let's pick some
2: football games, Jordan.
1: Let's, uh, Jason, who do the Dukes have this week?
0: Oh,
2: I'm
1: sorry, Jason. Okay. So rude of us. Tell,
2: tell us. Um, uh, which are we talking about football?
1: Well, let's talk about both of them. I saw the yeah. men's basketball team got an exciting win in they did. the eastern half of Kentucky.
2: They did indeed. The men's basketball team's off to a delightful start, 3-0. Um, are,
1: are we also receiving votes yet?
2: We are not. Okay. Give us some time, um, but uh, the Dukes have I guess it'll be tonight by the time anybody listens to this Friday night host yes. George Mason fresh off upsetting Maryland so
0: killing my 17 parlay that I had going last <laughs> night. Thanks. Thanks a lot George Mason nerds.
2: Um, I forgot you were in Florida I was about to be like I don't think you're allowed to do that but you're in Florida. Um, No rule. Oh, oh, I'm in. I'm in, baby. I I knew it. (laughs) Um, So the men's basketball Duke's off to a good start. And uh, the football Dukes have Towson coming to town this weekend. Oh, Oh, the Tigers. The Tigers. I was about to, I I almost played what's their mascot, but that one's too easy.
0: Yeah. Alliteration Alliteration. gets them every time.
2: Yep. (laughs) Yep. It sticks with you. So that's the last regular season game. And then Sunday is selection Sunday for the FCS playoffs, and we'll find out what the deal
0: uh, is love that
2: so yeah that's where things stand
1: go dukes exciting yeah all right
2: po- possibly uh, the final fcs playoffs ever for the jmu dukes
1: that's right that's a good point save those ticket stubs ladies and gentlemen they we could be work. collector's items shadow box them you can make nfts out of them i hear <laughs> that's what the kids are when, doing when jamie finished
0: when jamie finishes fourth in the sunbelt and gets a spot in the um armedforces.com bowl or whatever. Mm-hmm. I mean. Mm-hmm. We're going to be bound ba- to be ba- insurance agent, Brian bowl. I still need to find that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We need to find that one. <laughs> insurance be on agent, Brian, for sure. Friend of All the right. podcast. D- Dave Deacons will sponsor a game next year. We'll, we'll Dude, get that's that done. A great
1: idea. Well, he could, maybe he could, you know, begin his sponsorship career with a podcast and then move his way up to a bowl game. There we
0: go. The, the wheel route podcast, uh, As presented confetti bowl by
1: agent, David Deacons.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> Just workshop in here. Just workshop right. here.
0: We'll see how it goes.
1: All right, on to picks. Long-time listeners know the drill. It's five games. It's against the spread. <laughs> these are five high-profile games. We did not scour the lines, the boards for value or for, uh, you know, potential mispriced lines. We are betters of the highest integrity, and these are games that are going to be nationally telecast, so you get to watch them. Um, hmm. We're going to start... At noon in the B1G, we've got Michigan State uh, and their Brinks trucks full of extension money for Mel Tucker. Yes. Traveling to the Horseshoe, where they will take on Ohio State. And the Buckeyes are favored by 19 at home. Jason, lead did us all. you,
2: first of all, about Michigan State, did you see what Izzo said this week?
1: I did not, no. but I'm interested. I think
2: he, he said something. That I, I only got this, like, tangentially through... Um, the Twitters, but I believe he said something to the effect of Michigan State asked him to find a like nearby game that could be bused to to save a little bit of money, uh, and he he dropped that the same week that it came out that they were about to pay ninety five million dollars for a football. All pitch.
1: right, well, it's interesting. He should say this because I I did want to you know not to completely javelin harpoon our our pick segment
0: no please please if if this is anti anti uh this guy slander i'm all in let's hear so
1: uh for those unaware uh mel tucker is michigan state's head coach he is being prepared to be offered an extension in the neighborhood of 10 years 95 million dollars sports illustrated gnarly money that this extension is Mm -hmm. either primarily or totally going to be funded by two very wealthy alumna of Michigan State. Uh, Their article named the names. One of those young men, uh, Matt Ishbia. I apologize if I'm mispronouncing. Um, Matt
0: Ishbia, he sponsors the Ishbia Bowl. I think that this played in the... Well, he certainly
1: could because (laughs) he graduated from Michigan State in 2003 and was a walk-on member of the 2000 National Championship basketball team. So this man played for Tom Izzo. Tom So
0: if Tom Izzo... Oh, that was the Mateen Cleaves team that beat Florida in the finals. If Tom Izzo needs to bust
1: his team around, he may have mismanaged a relationship with one of his walk-ons. Into in in the early aughts, which doesn't sound like the Tom Izzo I
0: know. But His, the knows. story's got layers. Also, wait a second. How much money does Tom Izzo make? He makes a ton of money, doesn't he? Isn't he? has he, got to be like a top five coach. Like he's complaining about. Is he complaining about salary, or is he just complaining about? Like I don't. Money? I don't even know that he was complaining.
2: Or was it just a funny joke? Like he was ha, Tom Izzo.
0: Yeah.
2: I don't even know if he was pointing out. I already. I think he was just like, yeah, um, like somebody because they played Butler at. In Indianapolis, and so I, I think he was like, "Oh no, we bus down here." Like we got asked to find a bus trip. Mm. Yeah, that's so. funny.
0: Um, so Tom anyhow, a, knows did, how to play the uh, the um, accordion. Did you know that?
1: I didn't, but this uh, this former walk on is now the president and CEO of mortgage lender United Wholesale Mortgage, which was a company that uh, his father conveniently founded. Oh, his net no worth is six point seven. Billion with a B dollars.
0: (laughs)
2: Good for Matt at Ishbia. Yeah.
1: Uh, Love to nepotism my way into billions of dollars.
2: I looked up Tom Izzo's contract. It looks to be somewhere around 3 million. Oh, okay. Um, Okay. But uh, he gets a $4 million bonus if he's Michigan State's head coach on April 30th, 2022. So Fingers crossed. Maybe that's what the bus rides pay for. (laughs) Anyways, we're a bit off topic.
1: Well, with gas prices these days, it might have been cheaper to
2: fly. That's a fair point. That's
1: Joe fair Biden's point. leftist you know agenda for America. Did I say that right, Logan? I, something like I'm not, something like that. Yeah, I'm not You got the gist of it. it all the time. So um, <laughs> all right. Back back to our games. Uh Michigan State, they are road dogs. They are getting 19 points in the shoe, and Jason gets the start.
2: Uh Gosh, 19 point spread in a top 10 game. It's a lot, um, isn't it? It's a lot. It's hefty. Uh, I'm going to take Ohio State. I think they've kind of become the Ohio State that people expected. Uh, I know Nebraska got frisky a couple weeks ago, but um, they seem like they're playing really, really well right now. And
0: they certainly seem to have ticked things up on offense. A good yeah.
2: Way. Like they're, they're running up some points. They're playing. They haven't really faced an offensive juggernaut, to be fair, but um, I don't know that Michigan State is an offensive juggernaut. They took down the Purdue super weapon last week. They too, did, to, to is, the tune of a twenty-eight point win. So just marked them. Um, yeah, uh, I'll take I'll take the Buckeyes here. I don't know if Michigan State's got the Jims and the joes, the horses in the back, if you will. Indeed. Oh, yeah. I will.
0: Oh, yep. I will.
1: Uh I am also going to take Ohio State in this one. Um I know the number is big. However, did you know Michigan State has according to Chris the Bear Felica, the worst pass defense in America. Somehow worse than UVAs. Um What? I'm interested, I'm interested to see the metrics, but uh, the Bear says they are the worst pass defense in America.
2: Oh, they give up uh, 329 yards, so.
1: C.J. Stroud has, not good. has found his rhythm, um, so I expect that to continue. Uh, also of note, uh, Ohio State in week one and week two, each of those games they gave up over 200 yards on the ground. Uh, in the weeks since, they have not given up over 115 in any single game. Um, so they seem to have shored some things up in the run defense category, which is what Michigan state is going to want to attack. So give me the Buckeyes.
0: Ugh. um, I'll take Michigan state. Michigan state always plays Ohio state tough and it's weird and it's unexplainable. Uh, but I'll go Michigan state here. A little bit of pride. Um, and Ohio state, you know, maybe just a, maybe just an off night or, or, yeah. or morning say depend day.
1: Yeah. Depending on your time zone, uh, yes. All right. Next, we move into the three-thirty thro- three slot for three games. Uh, the first of which is <laughs> Arkansas at Alabama. We've got another big number. This one Ugh. is Alabama favored by three clean tuds. We could we could have our first per- push of the year, boys. Fingers crossed. So excited, giddy.
2: Mm.
1: Um, but in the event that there's not a push. I'm going to take Alabama to cover here. Uh, a little concerned that Arkansas's offense struggled to put up points the way they did against LSU last week. And mm-hmm. uh, Georgia scored 37 on this Arkansas team with Stetson Bennett as QB, so I'm not worried about Alabama's ability to put up Well, points. I mean,
0: to be fair, there was a punt block touchdown in that game, and I think a pick, a pick six, but well, that's those, fine.
1: Those same guys are playing.
0: Against Alabama, Stetson. Stetson. correct. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm just saying, Georgia's defense scores more points than some teams' offense. Okay. And I'm I'm here for the uh, Stetson Bennett uh, slander Slender campaign also. <laughs> so,
2: just just you know, uh, lead lead dog. Marching. Somebody somewhere gave Stetson Bennett some credit and. In- I am
0: I am I am dotting the i on the the Stetson Bennett. I've awesome. got the I've got the. There is no i in Stetson Bennett, but you know there isn't an i in Stetson Bennett, is there? Didn't no, think so. Is he? Because he puts the team the first, Numerals? brother. On the end Yes. Though? Oh, an, an IV. I think yeah. he has, that's been an IV. Good point. All right. Um, I am going to take Alabama here just because I, I think Arkansas is good, happy for them, happy for their success, but they, in the, in games like this, it's very clear that there's like, I think both a schematic and a talent um, disadvantage. And um, I don't trust a uh, Kendall Bryles offense and a fairly one-dimensional Arkansas run game that just, Abuses. Speaking of people I slander on the regular, <laughs> Kendall Bryles. he's back, baby. Um, no, uh I just yeah, Arkansas seems they're a little one-dimensional. Um, I like the receivers a Catalan, Jalen Catalan, he's really good, but they kind of try to force it to him. And I don't know that their quarterback is quite good enough um making the uh making the throws down the field. Uh so unless they hit on some big shot plays in this game, I think it's gonna get out of hand pretty quick.
2: Uh, yeah, I'm going to make it unanimous. Um, I'm not, I think, Arkansas had a, had a fun first month, month and a half, um, but I don't think they have, they certainly don't have the horses. I think the, the mm-hmm. loss at Ole Miss was kind of their last gasp. They don't have much impressive after that. They beat Mississippi State, but, you know, I'm not I'm not floored by that. Um, Mississippi State
0: is, is is a wild experience. Being a Mississippi State I, fan has to be, Something else that's great L every week
2: uh, <laughs> I think Alabama's pretty well rested they haven't exactly faced a murderers row the last month um so yeah I don't I don't think Arkansas can hang with them so all right on ESPN here's the thing on ESPN it's it's down to 20 and a half which would make things very wow. interesting
1: that is not push city for those yeah. at yeah. home keeping track all right we will go. To the Midwest, where SMU and Cincinnati square off. Uh, This is also (laughs) a 30 kick. The Bearcats. You've gotten
2: one of these uh, school names out clean on the first try tonight, Jordan. Well, some might say it's
1: intentional, Jason. I'm fine with that. I'm having fun with pronunciations. Um, I appreciate it. The Bearcats are home (laughs) favorites. 10.5 points. Logan, please do the honors.
0: Ugh. Um, I don't want a pick for SMU here to, to uh, take away from Cincinnati. I know that we're very pro Cincinnati getting their shot here. I just think I'm having a tough time with Cincinnati. They, they don't seem to cover and that's just, that's just purely a gambling aspect. Purely just anecdotal, it, but yeah. Pure, I, purely I, anecdotal. I, I've <laughs> only been tracking for a couple of weeks now and it does not appear that Cincinnati ever covers. So I'll take SMU um, I, to cover here. I think Cincinnati should win. Cincinnati's a good to great team. Um, they have a knack for winning close football games, which I think is is proof that they're a good team. But uh, yeah, for whatever reason, they're they, they are having a tough time like pulling away from teams this year. So this is a prime opportunity to, for them to score like 45 points in the first half and win by a million. But uh, I'll take SMU up-tempo offense. Should be able to keep them in the game. And if it gets shootouty, outy, um, I like SMU to be able to
2: cover. Uh, I'm going to take Cincinnati. Uh, I think they're they are definitely a weird team, um, and SMU's got a, a pretty good offense. But um, I think Cincinnati's still got enough. They got an extra day's rest, um, and SMU does. I'm not overly wowed by SMU kind of trouncing UCF last week. I don't think it's the the UCF team of usual. So. um, I think were you were you
0: were you wowed by Cincinnati not trouncing a terrible USF team last week? They won 45-28. That's trouncing. They were like forty point favorites, weren't they? Jason doesn't pay
1: attention to those numbers.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't even know what does his favorite mean.
0: <laughs> no, I mean I'm not. I mean that's. I, I guess I, I I've yet to I guess uh, really feel like Cincinnati has. Dominated a game this year that
2: I paid attention I to. I don't, I don't think, I mean, we've talked several times about the whole playoff thing. I don't think Cincinnati is an actual top five team. Sure. I also think they're certainly 12 points better than SMU. Okay. Fair enough.
1: All right. Uh, I'm also going to take Cincinnati. Um, I do have some consistency concerns with them to this point in the season. CC's well, kind of to your, yeah, you might say that. Um, you like it? It doesn't kind of to your point. It doesn't feel like they've played a full four quarter game yet, Um right. But they've yeah, that. played well enough to get the job done. Each of each of the tests that were put right. in front of them. Um, I I'm looking at this as it's huge game. It's at home. This feels like perhaps their last chance to make a big impression on the eyeballs that matter until potentially the conference title game. Um, And I'm, I'm banking on maybe a little distraction for our guy, Sonny Dykes. Maybe uh, his name Mm. getting floated around might have him mentally somewhere else this week. So sitting on uh, the,
0: sitting on the extension he hasn't signed for forever.
1: Yeah, that, or he might be, you know, thinking sweet. Nothing's about a lunch pail in Blacksburg or something. I don't know. I, I don't know what's going on in the man's head. But, uh, yeah, I'll take Cincinnati here to uh, finally get it right and kind of buck the trend of, of sputtering out in and out of games. So um, color me a contrarian this week.
0: Uh, Fair enough. I, I would love that for Cincinnati, too. I, like I said, consider myself a fan. It, just, it has been weird trying to, like, will them to have an impressive wire-to-wire, like, just domination of a team. And yeah. sometimes I, I, I've gotten to the point where I'm kind of like, huh, it's just they they have these drives and they go straight down the field and it looks so impressive and Ritter's on and they hit a play and they you know use a little tempo they run the ball they mix it up really well and you're like man that looked pretty easy um kind of wonder why they're so I think their offense has been pretty inconsistent actually I don't think it's been as good as it was last year but shout out to them for getting the job done win their games
1: yeah so. all right uh we will now oh go to Heinz Field in Pittsburgh Pennsylvania where. The fate of the Coastal Division rests this weekend. Uh, the the home favorites, the Pittsburgh Panthers, if they were to win, would clinch the Coastal outright. Uh, the visiting Virginia Cavaliers need to win this and next week's game to win the Coastal for themselves. Uh, Pitt is favored by 14.5 at home, and Jason gets to start.
2: Do we have Brennan Armstrong news? Is we
1: don't. Mm. Very tight-lipped, very cryptic Robert and I. Interviews. Are you just telling
2: me that we don't until you guys get to pick? No, and trust trying, me. I
1: like, I'll go first if you want.
2: <laughs> no, I think I'm going to take Pitt regardless. <laughs> um, yeah. This, it feels too basic, which means it's probably not going to happen and Virginia's going to step up huge, but, uh, Kenny Pickett going against that pass defense is uh, a bit of a matchup I'm hungry. Problem. and I- <laughs> So um, I don't – I can't say that I have any real confidence in Virginia being able to slow that offense down. Same, brother. Um, so I am going to take – Double same, brothers.
1: Yep. I'm also taking Pitt here. Um, they run – the type of offense that gives this defense extreme problems, which is, (laughs) like, this year, any just sort of competent, organized, well-designed, disciplined offense will
2: absolutely tear this defense. Something beyond pro formation.
1: Now, with that said, like, the defense did look a little pluckier last week, especially in the second half against Notre Dame. Yeah. They called – schematically a different defense for that game than they really have for most of the year to this point i just from a picking standpoint a i can't count on that to continue against pitt i i don't trust that they will stick with that um to the degree that they might need to and i again like have no idea if armstrong is going to play even if he does play i i'm not confident he's going to be at 100 percent. um and it's not an injury that is easy to hide like he's it's yeah it's a rib or ribs on the throwing side of his body like he he gutted you know he he worked around a knee issue for pretty much the first two-thirds of the year and still put up huge numbers uh with his arm but like now that his throwing side of his body, maybe he talked to Zach Calzada and figured out how like how to operate <laughs> with with one and a half functional sides of his body. Um, so if I had to guess, I think he he might give it a go, but I don't think he's going to be a hundred percent. So I will take Pitt. That feels the safer pick.
0: Yeah, I'm also with you on all that for all those reasons, Jason. If you want to see some bad angles taken by some defensive backs. I would love for you to just tune into this and watch a little Virginia defense. It's huge. It it's, 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 I mean, like listen. I also watch every every play of every Florida game, so I I am well versed in the art of bad angles by DBs. And this Virginia team is one of the worst I've ever seen. It's tough, and they even have who's 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 your man Jordan that always you hate misses the ankle tackles. Oh, Joey Blunt, Joey Blunt, like my man like makes it seem like he wants to come up and bring the thunder and he just
2: he does not he
0: does not i I remember
2: this rant from a couple weeks ago he does not
0: travel with the thunder so it's all
2: slowed up and then tries to swipe at his shin yes yes yes
0: exactly so i mean really virginia is just like has one semi-disruptive defensive lineman who misses his own tackles, Um, but does, you know, occasionally, you know, spill a rush play outside to which the linebackers uh, that are waiting for him are, are not ready.
2: How's my boy Adib doing? Uh,
0: I think he might be hurt, yeah, that's uh,
2: which he could be
1: contributing to, to the issues. But um, yeah, it's like, it's weird. It's an interesting thing to watch because they never like, to their credit, they have not given up or just like been completely apathetic Sure. It, it might like the results might suggest that they have at times, but like they're out there playing hard. They're just not getting it done. God bless yeah. them. Like it, it, it really is like a dang, I feel bad for those kids. Cause like they, they just keep walking up and get punched in the teeth. Um, right. But that them's the break sometimes.
0: guys. I have some big gambling news here from the sunshine state. Oh. Um, Jordan, we're in line here for my first boosted, boosted, boost to go through. I've got to really have to sweat out this Louisville cover here uh, for the next, for the next, like 35 to nothing. It's 48 to 16 right now. So we've already hit the over, which is great. It's great news for us. I think Louisville's got to cover 20 and a half. So they're, they're up 32. um, But um, we are squarely in backdoor cover Duke territory with 18 minutes to play in the game.
1: What kind of boosted odds do we get on this? It was just the over and Louisville to cover.
0: Yeah, it was the over and Louisville to cover. I got it at plus two twenty. Okay. Nice, I kind of nice wanted to pick it anyway, but you know, so I actually like looked down and I was like, Oh, Oh, I like, I like it's that a sign <laughs> from the universe. <laughs> so, I must take yeah. it. Yeah. Love we'll it. see. Love re- it when re- a
1: plan comes together. Like really that.
0: excited for like uh, you know, 22 points or whatever, a 19 point, uh,
1: Oh victory. yes, I, I know this.
0: feeling. <laughs> All right, I'm gonna unnecessarily stay up late to make sure Duke doesn't score too many points against a terrible Louisville defense. But you, it, you know, it would is appear a that you're falling down. It would appear that um, Louisville is not having any problems moving the football though, which is good news.
1: Yeah, shout out to Malik. He's, More points. He's More done. points is
0: better for me in that yeah. situation.
1: All right, final game of the board for us on Saturday. We've got Oregon traveling to Utah. Oregon Road Dogs in this scenario. I was surprised yeah. when I saw this line. I double, I triple checked. Um, I believe uh, uh, some some notable folks on Twitter in the gambling ESPN community are on the Ducks. Um, I think Stanford Steve is on the Ducks, is what I saw. Um, I'm going to take Utah here. I I am continuing my trend of just respecting the line that is set and not going with my gut. Uh, (laughs) So I've got that. Um, I'm also similar to my questions about Sonny Dyke's state of mind. Could Mario Cristobal also have some similar distractions going on at this point in the year? Um, And then finally, long-time listeners know, this is an Elevation Boys play, guys. Uh, Salt Lake City checks oh, in 4,200 feet above <laughs> sea level. Elevation
0: boys.
1: Eugene, Oregon is only 430 feet above sea level. Uh, the air is going to be super thin. So I like Utah to have their one one game, one nice performance that propels them into, you know, some buzz for the offseason as as
0: a dark horse for next year. Hmm. That's an interesting, that's an interesting thought. Uh, I'm going to take Oregon here. I'm not going to overthink this one and, and, and scheme up some sort of cockamimi ideas. I think Oregon's got it humming Uh, yet again, I will say shout out to the Boston college quarterback salute, the Boston college quarterback uh, for doing his thing. I was not a believer making me a believer. Uh, they run the ball. Well, they control the game um, and get some points here. Go ducks. And hey, Joe Moorhead is the offensive coordinator there. And my man is back in his bag. Okay. He's doing great. He functions so well as an offensive coordinator. He should never be a head coach. He just needs to be sitting there with his damn glasses on, dialing up plays because he does like a good job. Life. Yeah.
2: That, that is the life. Yeah. Uh I'm going to agree with Logan. I'm not going to overthink this. I also don't know as much as uh would warrant overthinking about either of these two teams. So uh line seems weird. I'm going to take Oregon. All right. fair
1: enough there we have it another another winning slate of tickets Did we have well, wait, wait wait do we, we have that.
0: line seems weird used in both directions as justification there i think we did so <laughs> Yeah. Jordan. Awesome. we have, well, I think line seems
2: had... weird we had line seems weird so I'm gonna trust it and we had line seems weird I'm gonna to try to take advantage of
1: it yeah so. no i think we've had uh, two other of those games so far this year and i've yeah we've said it before consistent and then we're each batting 500. so So, there was a weird one it was was iowa
0: iowa state that was the other match i think the iowa iowa state this was back when we were all you know maybe thinking that iowa was going to surprise us and not be you know five and three after eight games but it's okay here we are with iowa sucking okay you guys got anything else anything else i can help you with i'll I'll be seeing you guys here in a couple days looking forward to that I guess uh, we'll have another podcast episode probably between now and then, but we'll do this again.
2: Yeah. We'll see. Uh, we'll see how your boy's internet is.
0: Oh, yeah. Good point. Jason, where yeah. are you headed?
2: I am headed to Naples, Florida. Ooh. FGCU? No, just uh, just a tournament down there. Oh, who the Duke's playing? We open with Kent State on Monday, and then it depends the Shockers. on wins and losses. I don't okay. believe Kent State is the shockers.
1: They're not? I thought they were. Or are they the think, golden flashes?
2: They're the golden flashes. Who's the shockers? Wichita, Wichita State.
0: Wichita State, State is the shockers. Those mid those mid-American states, you know. Things things yeah. really Who can, wow. Those
1: March Madness 12 seeds. They all blur together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, all right. Well, love to see you guys. This has been great. We're at the Wheel Route on Twitter. Wheelroute Podcast at gmail.com is the email address. Send us some notes thewillrot.com. This website, you can go there. You can stream the show there. You can also see the pick spreadsheet. Um, looking forward to another positive week as as you know, some of us begin to climb back to five hundred. Um, Shout and, out to uh, Miley
1: uh, Cyrus. It's fun. <laughs> <the pod. laughs>
0: uh, all right, we love you guys. Go who's? Go Gators. Go Hoos. Whatever. Yeah, go who's? Yeah, yeah, go who's? Double Hoos.
2: go who's? Yeah, it, is, it is go who's. <clears throat> go Dukes.